but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. going on y'all we are back in this thing welcome to another episode of the talk my credo podcast i'm your boy dante and i got my boys in the building this is uh we're still in big jersey big jersey big jersey Jersey, i'm your boy dante i got my boy wavy's in the building how you doing man doing pretty good doing pretty good doing pretty good i'm a little tired a little tired from what We, we ain't been doing nothing all day I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. My body just been tired. <laughs> Wake up, go back to sleep. <laughs> now, it's it's crazy. See, this is Nas calling me right now. Hold on. I'm about wow. to get him. That's crazy. I'm about to get him. Actually, we hold on. a phone call on, on the podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep, turning on the Bluetooth. Hey, hello. Yo, yo. What's going on, man? Hello? Yeah. 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 Hey, what's up, bro? Did you get did you get my text? Yep, I got it. Okay, cool. Yep. So we'll we'll be there in a, in a bit, probably about forty minutes. Not a problem. Cool. I'm already ready. All right, bet. All right, bet. Thank you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, as y'all see, what we about to go do is pick up. Yeah, we, we got <laughs> we got some business because t- today is battle day, yep. and uh, I've been waiting. You know, we, we got a lot of things happening right now, and it's, it's going to be a pretty busy day for us. That's why I was asking, like, like, wait, why are you tired, man? Why are you tired? No, but I'm really excited, though. Like, <laughs> I'm super excited to take this day on. For yeah. I got a well, great mind right I now. was about to say, it's crazy when we have so much time off is when we get so tired. Yeah, Like, I've true. done absolutely nothing, but I'm tired. I get that. Yeah, because your mind just calm, it's like your body trying relax. to pick up, trying to yeah, because it's it's so used to going and when it's not doing anything, I don't know. It's like it's still, I don't know, still thinking. I don't know for for the smart people out there that's listening. What is that called? I know your circadian rhythm where your body uh, is, is on a routine, right. and then it wakes up. Like for me, I get up at three o'clock in the morning every day for work because yeah. I work a super early shift. So even on days off, even when I try to oversleep, I'm always up. waking up around two, three o'clock. Oh my god! And it'd be like, oh, well, I'm off work, so then I just go back to sleep. So mm-hmm. I know that circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. But why, wow. when you are supposed to be resting, are you more tired? tired. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't understand. I don't uh, uh, LJ Music. Lorenzo Music. <laughs> LJ. Did, did I Lorenzo get that wrong again? Music. I got it wrong again. I don't care. Your hair's stupid. I don't like it. I'm still hating, man. I, until I can get some of my own, you know, I'm still going to hate. I'm, I'm going to hate and, and live through you. But how you doing, man? What's going I'm all on? Right, bro. Hello. Like, bro, I'm ready for this battle. I, I, I am. Honestly, I am too. Not because I'm. I'm expecting like a good battle. I'm looking forward to battling this guy. I'm just ready to get it over with. Preferably, if I can go first, I will go first. Oh, <laughs> like I just, I just want to 
battle, get get it done so I can focus on, you know, right, the podcast yeah. and stuff. So I can focus on doing the interviews and just having What's a good time. Important. And um, because this this will most likely be my last battle that I take on this level. Yeah. Because recently I've seen so many uh, of my peers, you know, as far as in battle rap, they're getting invites and opportunities to be on your mm-hmm. rare breeds, your URLs, and the higher levels. And I'm like, I can't be sitting on these levels. No offense. Yeah. You know, I love everyone who's given me place and opportunities to battle, right. but right. this would be, I think, like battle 20. I don't know, like my 20th battle, something like that. That's what's up. And like, okay, I put in 20 battles. The resume should speak for itself. Mm-hmm. Now now I'm ready to, yeah. you know, let's let's yeah. take this thing That'd to the next level. That'd be yeah. for you. That'd be for you. Something that you Exactly. So, um, I'm just ready to get this over with because battles is a lot. Though. He's That's yeah, because one, he's not going to beat me. That's word. First of all, we already know that. You know, if at best his best case scenario is this being a classic battle, mm. you know, but he battled yesterday, so I don't think whatever he has is not as tight. It's it's not, not going to apply the type of pressure that he would need to apply to make this look competitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll, he'll have his money. He'll have his moments. He'll do what he needs to do, and then. You know, but I'm going to go first because I'll go ahead and reveal my strategy because you're not going to see this until mm-hmm. after this battle happens. Mm-hmm. My strategy is just going to be I'm going to go first and I'm going to set the bar and then I'm going to see if you can reach it. Ooh, that, that's uh, it. So he going to have to climb out that yeah, hole. Yeah. He's going to have to climb yeah, out that yeah, hole. Yeah, yep. if, if and that's know. another way to look at it. It's like, or I'm going di- to put you in a hole and I'm going to see if you can climb out of it. You know, so and so normally the the strategy in battle rap is have the opponent go first. That way you can gauge right and mm-hmm. see you know where they at with mm-hmm. it and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But you know a a an uncommon strategy is I'm going first and I'm going to I'm going to set, set it. I'm going to set it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's but, a Mike Tyson type. Yeah, of, type but of I'm going to set like. it so high. I'm going to uh you know approach this with such. Aggression perform. I'm going to do everything here mm-hmm. to make you realize what I have right now is not going to match that. You're going to be a little discombobulated. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to talk my talk. <laughs> you thought he was going in with a game. I've been in that plan. situation before. Yeah. I <laughs> so, thought he was going to go in with a game. So, so that's, that's, that's the plan. And that's just the plan. So, mm. you know, there you go. There you go. But, man, man, man. So we in, set, we in the second day, big jersey. We're going to go pick up Nas here after we conclude this episode. Oh, I haven't even introed it. What's up? This is episode <laughs> 113. 13. 113 of the episode. Ep- oh, the episode. Jesus. 113 episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. Um, and yeah, man. So we're excited. We have um, a lot of interviews and stuff that, that we want to do and just have a good time. But that's going to be in another episode. So. Uh, if y'all are listening now, just stay tuned because episode 114 it's is going to be the special. So if y'all enjoy the the format of the Live from New York episode, I believe that was episode 93, 93 or 94, I can't remember. Um, you're in for a treat because episode 114 will be in that same, same format. It's, it's going to be basically Live from New York part two. And um, we're just going to have a good time, man. We're going to have we're we're, we're bigger, we're better, uh, better equipment. We, we, we're ready this time. So we, we've gotten we've gotten it out the mud, and we're going to have a good yep. time. So, you know, what, what's there to talk about for, for, this, for this episode? Like, what's, 
what's weighing on your hearts right now? Just, you know. Ooh. Yeah. LJ um, said he LJ said he had a question. Yeah, I, I forgot the question, bro. You I forgot how, I, how you forget the question, man. I smoke a lot. <laughs> you, you, you can't just say well, well I smoke a lot. <laughs> you you sound like Afro Man because Ooh. I got high. <laughs> I was oh, gonna ask a question on the podcast, but, but I, I got, got high. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had a really good topic to say, but I don't know why. Because <laughs> yeah, hey, I got high. Because I got high. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which, what's his name? Uh, Afro Man. I never know his uh, name. I but, never know his name. Yep, his name is Afro Man. And speaking of Afro Man, he's running for president. Real life. For, for 2024. He's, he said he's going to run for president in 2024. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and guess what his main... <laughs> It's Platform and issue a topic is going to be marijuana. Marijuana. Marriage and wanna. Okay. Let's talk about it. There's going to be a lot of people on his side. It's going to be a lot of people on his side. A lot. And it's it's crazy. All right. Okay. Real fun fact of history. Let's hear it. Uh, Speaking of the name marijuana. And Mary. They named it marijuana because they wanted to give it a a Mexican context because during that time, uh, America was doing uh, a hell of a job of painting the narrative that Mexicans or Hispanics rather right. were, you know, dangerous, not oh, good wow. for you, da 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 sketchy. Da, da. Mm-hmm. Uh sketchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of like they was doing to black people. Right. So also the director of the FBI at the time was also simultaneously that was doing all their their COINTELPRO and anti black stuff mm. against black people. They said, and the reason why marijuana was criminalized the way that it was, because they pushed a propaganda campaign and saying that marijuana, when consumed, will make white women want to sleep with black men. Mm. And I lie to you not. Mm. That is no lie. That marijuana, smoking weed, would make white women have the urge to sleep with black men. So we must protect our women, our white women, our white women from these black men. <laughs> See, I've heard this. And then they continued on with the propaganda. Um, I could find the name. But for those who's listening and watching, y'all find it out and I see if I'm lying. We, we talked heard, about this. I've heard this. Yep. Shout out to Big E because he brought this to my knowledge uh, a long time ago mm-hmm. on the on this podcast. Mm. But. Um, we looked it up. We found the name and the year and all this type of stuff. But it's facts. Wow. It's facts. Uh, they used marijuana and criminalized it uh, to adversely affect Hispanics, but to target black people because basically they they thought that that marijuana was making them lose their white women to black people. I'm weak. I like I've to. Never I think that's pretty never. funny because I mean. You can't resist the king. Uh, <laughs> it just is what it, it just is. A black what black it king is. can't resist it the black king. It is what it is, man. But that's 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 funny. But they must have been high when they said that. <laughs> they must have. Right. But at the same time, it's like these little tidbits of history. Mm-hmm. It's like, of course, it's not common knowledge. But like when people talk about, and I'm not going to make this super racy. I promise, <laughs> I'm not going to get all Black Panther on y'all. But <laughs> Just these little tidbits of history, you can't help but the, to 
talk about and refer to when we talk about white supremacy and you know racism and how this country was founded because and again not even talking about slavery Mm -hmm. because there was there are so many instances of this government like and let's make a, a a little note here where when we talk about white supremacy and stuff like that this is not a position of black people versus white people. Right. I'm just gonna not, yeah. We're talking about black people versus the U.S. government because yeah. a lot of this stuff was pushed through government agencies True. that was just practiced and normalized mm-hmm. through you know white people through society. But it was started everything Planned Parenthood, uh, their eugenics program, uh, you know COINTELPRO, literally um, Secret Service. And FBI agencies that was literally trying to break up pro-black groups that was trying to help their communities and stuff like that. You know, uh, being involved in the assassination of all of our black leaders. Yeah. You know, so it's like. Which actually uh, eventually formed a Black Panther. Yep. So, but but they had a hand in, you know, Huey P. Newton. They got him killed. And, Mm. you know, and they spread a whole bunch of propaganda about who the Black Panthers were. Uh, they probably said they were dangerous. Right? Oh, absolutely. Very dangerous. Absolutely. Hell, they said Martin Luther King was the most dangerous liar in America during this time. That's why I find it so funny today the way America celebrates Martin Luther King. Because yeah. during that time when he was alive, they hated that man. In yeah. every city, there they, is a street named after mm-hmm. this man. <laughs> because in every city, right? what that does and what they honestly they were successful in. Because That's deceitful. It was to coddle black people. You know, here you go. Here's here's something. Here's something. We're going to name a street after. I feel like that's what they did when they elected Barack Obama. Because yeah. they did not have to elect a yeah. black president. Yeah. Because now. They said, here you go. What, what's the first thing they say? Ease your mind. Racism, white supremacy. What are you talking about? We had a, a black, black president, president for two terms. Yeah. You know? So it's like. Black president. But yeah. when he got in there. But, like, but context is important. So. When he got in there, what did y'all do and how did y'all behave when that black president was in there? Right. You know, you you didn't believe he was black. You thought you ran with this propaganda. You but y'all believed he was this Muslim secret yeah. sleeper mole that's yeah. trying to destroy America. Yeah. I had classmates that I've known Indeed. all through my childhood life see like tell me that nah Obama's gonna make America less white. And then that was that gave rise to Donald Trump because all Donald Trump, he just gathered all that stuff up, y'all mm-hmm. were saying, and, and then he said, make America great, great again. again. Yeah, yeah, that's, you know? that's ironic. So, it's crazy. It, it, it is ironic. crazy. It is crazy. Before I, before I slip my mind, again, I ain't going to make it super racy for y'all. Uh, <laughs> we, we just, we just going to keep it moving, but that's just some fun facts that the thing that we talk about, we have so many instances of history to substantiate why we talk the way we talk because we could talk about y'all using our babies as alligator bait like that is mm. so much stuff that, <laughs> that we could talk about that when we talk about things like white supremacy and this that and the third and reparations especially reparations oh there's a whole history that we can start after slavery we're not even going to talk about slavery but we can talk about from the time y'all supposedly had uh, passed the 13th amendment mm-hmm to all the way up until about right. 1965, mm-hmm. you know, and but y'all don't know this, but y'all so arrogantly 
hateful in your responses and thinking you know black <laughs> history better than black people when you don't even know your own American history. So it's like, you, you damn near have to become a historian these days. For sure. You got to do your research. Yeah. Like, as an individual. Yes. By yourself. Yeah. Yes. So I asked, uh, I asked Nas and I asked mm. KT this question. If there's something you want to learn, where would you go? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, if there's, you heard something like, okay, I just said, hey, you know the reason marijuana was criminalized and made illegal and stuff? Because they didn't want uh, white women sleeping with black men. You know, yeah. he'd be like, did he say that? You know, where, where, where would you go to look that up? Like, Google. if you just wanted to make sure true. it was true. True. Google. Yeah. I mean, Google. yeah. Google. That's the, Google. Uh, I mean, if you, library probably could, if you find a book out there, it could probably tell you. Ah, library. Man, that's a good question because yeah. it's not many Many resources. It's only right, especially now when you know you got all these news sources that's giving you pieces of truth, but it's it's yeah. very biased. Yeah. Whether it's for whatever side, you know, whatever mood they want you to have, wow. whatever understanding or yeah. perspective, they're gonna tell you that. That's what, really... What's there to do? You know. Yeah. So th- that that's a question that I continue to pose. Like, where do you go for those who's listening? Where do you go for your information? If you want to learn something and you trust that it's absolutely true, where it's not biased towards Republicans, it's not biased towards Democrats, it's not biased towards any type of agenda, just this is the truth. Nothing but the truth. And and I can take it as this actually happened. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's becoming harder and harder to find places like, for example, there's a, uh, we talked about this in a previous pod, there's a politician who's going around and saying, you know, uh, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, the National yeah. Rifle Association trained black people to use guns to defend themselves from the KKK after the Civil War. After black people were freed in the Civil War, the NRA was formed to train black people to defend themselves from the Democrats and the KKK. Who, who said this? This was this is a, a politician, right? Yep, an Indian American politician. His name is Vivek Ramaswamy. Mm. But this is what he said. He stood on platform. He's been on TV. He said it multiple times. And for me, you know, it's like, hmm, that's interesting. Let me look this up and actually see if this is true. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Oh, there is absolutely no truth to this whatsoever. That nigga full of shit. You know, and <laughs> the, the thing is, you know, the NRA, they've never been pro-black or black people so confident, for anything right? because that's been a lie that's been circling the internet for like oh, so he's just pushing the same line wow. he's just pushing the same agenda Puppet. but to him he probably thinks he's telling the truth right because he probably that's, believes that's, can, he's conditioned had, to believe that that's what he needs to I wonder if he yeah, this is up for himself he probably didn't no. I'm sure he didn't I'm sure it, for he got the a groups job. he got one job yes he has a job and that's pander to the people he wants to support him yeah and yeah. for the people who support him in those circles, I'm just going to be honest, those white conservative spaces, mm-hmm. that lie has been circling around that space for about 10 years. Yeah. Because what they want to do is, well, uh, the KKK was started by Democrats, not us Republicans. Right. So, and, so they want to do everything to try to paint Democrats as the real racist, mm-hmm. right? Even so much as literally lie, you know? <laughs> so... That's uh, all it is. Point finger. It's That's crazy. It is. It is, cra- it is crazy. So just yeah. for anyone who's listening, I'm watching, learning a lot, man. Yeah. I is is this is honestly, you know how we have to, as far as creatives, mm-hmm. you know, musicians, artists, singers, rappers, 
how we have to like dive into the craft of knowing what, what we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, these you, I find that you're going to have to do that just to learn basic information these days. True, because the double-edged sword with the internet and social media is any type of information could be can could be put be, out there. Yeah, yeah. And all you got to do you is double check it. Is put it out just yeah. right. So that's what I would suggest. Like, I will Google. Honestly, I wouldn't even Google. I will use websites. I don't What's, even. Is there a fact check websites? There are. Um, but I will go old school as far as, you know, when you write research papers, they make you cite your sources. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you, you got to literally research and do the classic fact check source yeah. thing of everything. So I'm like, all right, if I find this piece of information and the information is on, you know, Patriots. Uh, United States Patriots. dot com. Yeah, <laughs> probably it. not. That ain't it. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm going to take that as absolute proof. Somebody so I was like, it. okay, I will take that if I find that on usapatriots.com Let me see where else I can find this piece of yeah. information. Mm-hmm. Because even if this was, if I found information on a blog site, normally they would have to cite their sources. That's just what they yeah, have to of do. Course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, well, let me see who your source is, and I'm gonna go see if that source. It's, and it's like it's, okay, it's <laughs> sooner or later, I'm going to have to come across some some uh, medical, some journalistic, some historic context that will give that piece of information some credibility. Right. Like, all right, if if I, I didn't traced it back and I didn't got four different sources, but at the same time, the world moves so fast. Do we really have time to really sit down and study every single thing? Right. So uh, there's so much other stuff they're trying to put in your face to distract you from looking up anything. Exactly. Anything knowledge from you, so so it's like, what yeah. what do you expect? What wow, do you expect? Man. So, it's some things to think about, though. It is, it yeah. Is to think about. Yeah, man. It is just. I feel like, especially, um. Okay, fine. The first twenty minutes or so is gonna be pretty racy. Okay, especially <laughs> as black men. Especially as black men. That's just. Remember in the last episode, I was like, okay, yeah, we may not be directly responsible for where we start, but we are responsible for how we finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is making sure that we we overstand our situation. Understanding the history That's and true. why things are mm-hmm. and taking an extra step to research and know this bit of history, that this fact, that elevates. bit of history. So when and how I move will be different now. So it was like now I'm, I won't be so so eager to turn a gun and shoot my brother as far right. as, you know, black-on-black black crime and stuff. Because right. I know you're fighting out of the same hole I am. Right. And I know that they don't value us. So if I don't, if we don't value each other, how are we expect anybody else to value each other? Right. Or it's like, all right, uh, yeah, I am going to go out of my way to deal with this black-owned business. You can call me racist if you want to, but I understand the obstacle that was placed on starting black owned businesses and the obstacles they had to go through just to get business loans and stuff because there was literally a time where you could not get them up until 40, 50 years ago Mm. because of a thing called redlining. So yeah, I may pay three, four, five extra dollars for this product that I can get $5 cheaper at Walmart. Yeah, I may get something cheaper at Walmart, but I understand what you're facing because I also know that Walmart it didn't become Walmart overnight. Right. You know, it took some years. It, it took some time to develop. It took some time to grow. It took some, 
trusted, regular, consistent customers mm -hmm. that caused you to grow. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I'm going to give my business solely to you in the effort of helping you eventually grow mm -hmm. to where, you know, let's just be honest. Is there any like black owned business you can think about that is like the Walmart of our community? No. Like, exactly. No, so like not, there not, isn't. Not like a department store. Not, yeah, not like I. Right, Walmart is the spot, right. you know, for yeah. whatever. Right. You know? First thing that came to my head was Wingstop. Because <laughs> that's. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's Rick Ross. <laughs> so it's like, all right. It's the only thing. Like, we, we get in there. Like, we get in there, but the even still, Wingstop is like, um, I don't want to say a niche. It's getting there, but it ain't like Walmart. Yeah, like, yeah, it ain't yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Like, and Walmart got a chokehold in our communities, though, mm -hmm. but still, just saying. Swear. You know? They always and, put one in the hood. And mm. the thing is, that's because they understand how much money black people generate. We generate almost $2 trillion a year. Mm -hmm. But everything that's in our community is not owned by us. So that money goes out. Right. There's, there's Asian businesses in our communities. There's Middle Eastern businesses in our community. Yeah. Like I always find it damn near insulting when I go to a beauty supply store that's ran by Asians that sell black hair and black hair products and other ethnic black-owned things, that's <laughs> black-themed things. It's crazy. I don't, you don't and think it about is literally ran, managed, to be a black and operated behind that, behind by... But, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I'm mad at Asians specifically because, <laughs> hey... They're just, you, they're just working. They're just... They're just... And plus, I know you're being used as a wedge to also help funnel money out of our community. Mm -hmm. So I, I know you're just trying to open up a business and, and do for your family, mm -hmm. but there's a bigger, there's something bigger at play here. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm not saying that I have a specific hate or discrimination against Asians. It's just, I see the situation and be like, nah, mm -hmm. because there's also another ploy where they were denied or and disallowed from getting or setting up businesses in white communities. Just in the white communities you've been a part of, have you ever seen Asian-run communities or Middle Eastern-run communities? No. Or businesses, rather? I have seen, like, Indian and, like, Pakistani. Yeah. I have you, seen you'll see a few of them sprinkled in sprinkled there. Sprinkled in there. But, but you, you, you may, are, you'll see a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So, but outside of that, but the way they're set up in our communities, they're not set up like they're in the white communities. Yeah, man. You know, and, again, like, that was by design. But it, it takes more... more uh, more of us to step up and want to do those problem. too. That's, we're, and, we're scared. And that's the problem. It's like we're either scared or we just don't have the energy to try. Because a lot of us, like, I'm just trying to get by day to day. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. I really do. Yeah. I really do. But it's just going to take it. it Nothing's going to change. Yeah. Like, nothing's going to change if we don't be the change. Yeah. You know? We can't just keep talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Right. We can't keep like, talking about it. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not like, they're going to listen. So who's going to listen? Is the government mm -hmm. really going to listen? No, they don't care. No, we got to set it no. up exactly how we want it set up. Yeah. So don't don't tell me the system's broken. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. The system's working just fine. Yeah. It's like, so but utilizing it. Yeah. Behavior has to change for us. Yeah. You know. So and, and that's why I think the more you know, the better your decision making will be, uh, and the more you can understand. It's like okay, I understand your struggle, and so I I understand that your anger as far as to you know another black person. I understand you're angry, but I also know that you're not angry at me. 
Right. And I also know that it, it's, it's the, the situation. That yeah. come from the it's situation. It's the frustrations from trying yeah. to work around and maneuver yeah. because we all want a good life. Right. Then, you know, and that's not necessarily mean that we want to be rich and stuff yeah. like that. We just want to have battle. a good, comfortable life. And for us, a lot of us, most of us, there is it's literally a day to day fight. Yes. Like I just need to win and just be fine today. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I don't even have tomorrow. the luxury of being like, you know, uh, let's. What, what I'm going to do next week, right. next month, next year even. I, I, I got to be so marginalized because mm-hmm. I'm constantly fighting and I'm just trying to make it through the yeah, day. Yeah, don't let add me on extra stress to, yeah, just, just like, today. <laughs> let me just deal with what's happening on right Sunday now. and I'll deal with Monday when it's when Monday. Monday. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so that's just, you know, just where my heart goes out to yeah. everybody. That's just for everybody. Just, you know, yeah. we I understand. I hear you. We are. And, good. you know, just... Just keep fighting, man. Just keep fighting. Keep fighting. Before I forget, uh, I want to give my uh, rest in pieces to the legendary Jim Brown. I didn't realize he passed away a couple of days ago. Uh, the either. football player, yeah. actor, activist. Let me see a picture of him. Uh, let me see if I can find him right quick. But yeah, rest in peace, Jim Brown. Rest in peace, Jim Brown. Um, he was just, he's been in a buttload of movies. Um, have you seen... Uh, <laughs> um, Yep, 100 Rifles, Dirty Dozen. I remember watching Dirty Dozen. Any Given Sunday, I've Running Man, uh, Original Gangsters, Black Gun. He was in some ex- uh, black black exploitation movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was in a buttload of movies, man. Uh, he got game. Jim Brown. Uh, oh, I know he voiced in Small Soldiers. Small Soldier, I didn't know that. He wasn't. He's he what he looked like. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm looking at movies. I got distracted. <laughs> I got distracted. Jim Brown. Oh, wow. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. yep. Wow. Jim Brown. He was 87 years old. I didn't, wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he was in a bunch peace. of movies. Yep. He was in a bunch of movies. I'm just looking um, wow. at the movies now. And I just from two or three scrolls, it has to be at least, at least 30 movies. He was an original gangster? Mm-hmm. The one with Denzel Washington? Uh, back it up. Or was this an older a Nah, older this, this was an older one. Okay, an older movie. This one, uh, who was in here? There was a lot of people in here. Because, you know, this one had the Frank Lucas storyline. Yeah, nah, that, that, that was American Gangster. American Gangster. Ah, yeah, yeah, that was right, American right, Gangster. Right. Yeah. He was in a lot of movies. But, but shout out in... Uh, rest in peace to Jim Brown. Sure. Um, definitely didn't want to forget that. And, all right, I have a question for y'all. Sure. Because I saw this, and I want to get y'all take on it. So, there's been, there was a black dentist office. Black owned, black lady ran it. Um, she put up a sign that was now enforcing a, a dress code for a dentist office. Uh, and basically, the sign was like, no bonnets, no house slippers, no pajamas. You know, just don't come wearing right. anything. And black people got offended by it. Like, black people thought that, oh, this was a racist side and, and this, that, and the third. And this isn't the first time that this outrage has happened. Have y'all heard of the turkey leg hut? Heck that, no. That famous turkey leg spot in Texas? Heck no. About a year and some change ago, they also enforce the dress code. You know, they, it's black owned and 
very popular among black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also enforce the dress code, like no no bonnets, no pajama wear, uh, you know, no revealing things, gowns and and pants must be pulled up. This type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he had the same. They had the same outrage of like this is racism. Uh, and you'll be anti-black and you tap dance for being the coon and stuff like that. Wow. So just do you think that any business, honestly, anyone that has a dress code um, and if it is black owned and say it has, you know, specific things like no bonnets and stuff like that. Do you think it's their right to enforce a dress code for their business or like in this instance, what do you think? Do you think that these business owners are being anti-black because they're enforcing a, a specific dress code of, of what I would not uh, allow in my establishment. Yeah. As far as with the dentist, the dentist was like, uh, no bonnets, no house slippers, uh, and, and a few more things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you come in with those things on, we will cancel and reschedule your appointment, mm-hmm. basically. And black people are mad. So I want to get y'all take. Did y'all think oh, that's you're talking about, I thought you were talking about people like people that work at the the office. No, These are no. people that's coming oh, yeah, like, to like, the like, dentist. Yeah, clients and, and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah that's... Do they have the right? I believe that they have the right because uh-huh. you have the right to do, I believe, whatever you would like to do. Max. But is it right? No, it is not right. <laughs> I think so. Because if you black and you understand your culture to withhold an expression of their culture is like being anti-black. Kinda, you know what I'm saying? Like, we from the same cloth, bro. You trying to switch up? Like, that's yeah, kind of weird. I get that. That's but do weird. you think it's anti-black if it's like, all right, y'all? Maybe try not to just come with whatever you wore to bed when, when cool. you come to a business. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're specifically naming and and not letting people do stuff that all black people do, like mm-hmm. all the time, like. I see it all the time. Women just, you know, which is true. Boom, boom. Walk out the house. Uh, I do what I want. I you know what I'm saying? saying, is it right? No, no. But on but another side, though, I do. Right. I do understand. Like, they want a specific like order in their business. They don't want their biz- people, you know, other customers that do not do these things to look at the business and be like, you know, they they might be thinking about money. You know what I'm saying? Possibly. Like, I don't the know. Professionalism or the yeah. look of. You know what I'm saying? You don't want yeah. somebody to come in that might be trying to invest in, and they see a bunch of, I mean, just how we look, you know, with the bonnets and <laughs> look like we added. They're going to you know, probably turn away, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, that's your life. That's how you get your money. So, like I said, is it right? Maybe not in the way that she kind of wrote it out enforced there. It, but Enforced it, yeah. You gotta th- but at the same time, you got to think about if it was – your business, would you want people to come into your business looking you know, ratchet? Basically, so to speak. That's, that's, that's basically the term. Ghetto, ratchet. ratchet. Don't, don't come in here looking ratchet. Right. right. Somebody might come in with a $100,000 contract for you, and as soon as they see. The, this how you run your uh, business? This, this right. how you run your business? Right. And they thinking, at, I feel like in their thing, in their mind, you have this control to you know, let people Allow know that these are things yet. that I don't want. Right. In my business. Right. So, I mean, it's good. Wow. It's good. It's, yeah, that's, that's like a good a, question. That's yeah. like a up and it's down a type of thing. Yeah. Here, here's where I'll Joe Button this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, here's where I will Joe Button this. I know this is our culture. Well, 
Let me rephrase that because I don't believe it's our culture. I know this is a norm, mm -hmm. so to speak. I don't think it's our culture to, to do this. It's become a norm. Mm -hmm. And I get that because everywhere you go, especially right in our communities, you, you're going to see house shoes, many bonnet. people in bonnets, yeah. many people wearing pajamas, yeah. many people in slippers. Mm -hmm. You're going to see boxers because pants and shorts are hanging off of people's asses. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to see stuff that's revealing because, you know, you're going to see people looking ratchet. Right. You know, and I, I see it and understand from the point of, okay, again, we have to do better for ourselves if we want to be better ourselves type of thing. But it was like, you wouldn't go to these other white establishments. Mm -hmm. right. You wouldn't go to the courthouse. You wouldn't That's go to the, the police station. Right. Uh, well, we would never go to the police station. Um, <laughs> but these other places, you know, you wouldn't go to the bank, you know, or these, these other white establishments. You wouldn't go there and look at any type of way. You right. at least... Present right. yourself in some kind of way. Not right. saying you have to get dressed up in you know a tuxedo in an right. evening gown, right. Right. but you at least do a little something to the hair. Right. You at least put on some sort of pants or or whatever the case may be. You wouldn't right. come in like you literally rolled out of bed. You wouldn't right. come in looking ratchet. So if you wouldn't do that for them, why would you do it for? Why would you do that a for black us? Own business, you yeah. know, right? Yeah. So I see that mm -hmm. and I understand. So that's why mm -hmm. I I lean more on that side because mm -hmm. it's like. You know, again, if we don't value each other, how will we expect them to them value, to value us? us? So yeah. if you respect my business and stuff, then it, at least at least come in looking like something. At least put on some shoes. Resistance. I know you got some. Like, <laughs> I know you got shoes because we're very materialistic people. Yeah. We got shoes. We yeah. got clothes. Right. Like, you can put something on. Mm -hmm. like you could put something on. Yeah, I um, see both. I see both. Would sides. I impose it that way of saying, "Yo, if you come in like this, you cannot get served." I'm like, not serving you. Type no. of thing. Nah. Maybe have a slight, a small conversation on the yeah, side. Yeah, like you know, you know right? I like right message, but wrong delivery. Kind right. of my thing, and I think that's always been the case. Um, and even people that spoke up on it, like uh, y'all know the comedian Monique. She made a video, you know, she's like, I'm in the airport and all I see is black women in bonnets. So like, you know, let's please, you know, try to be more presentable for ourselves. And oh, they went off. They went off. I understand. You know, some people are so closed minded, man. And th that's they're, what they're I, stuck in their ways, too. They don't want to change just because like we we're everybody's doing this. Well, okay. I also think accountability is doing. a big thing for us, yeah. especially our community. I think accountability is like. I, I I would say a thorn in the side, Achilles heel, whatever whatever yeah. the case may be. Like is is accountability breaks up relationships. It 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 breaks up and it hinders growth. Yeah, you know, even personal growth of being able to say, you know what, that's me. I need to change. Yeah, like simple. Okay, like you it's know so what? simple. Yeah, like you know what, I'm tripping. All right, this isn't working. Or Let's even if up. they may not know, but if something comes to light and it. And you can you see yourself in it? You feeling that? That's the problem. That conviction, because mm -hmm. you know. But for them, it's like Just how nice. how dare you come mm -hmm. come at me? Right. You defense, know? defense. And it's like even though this is a black woman, there's a whole campaign of trying to you know you don't know anything about her other than the fact that she's a black woman who owns this dentist office. Right. But all they've done, as far as what I've seen on social mm -hmm. media, trying to paint this woman out as like oh she a coon. Oh mm -hmm. I know what type of people she, she like to cater she to. Tap dance. Like, she do. No, for the white man. she for the white like, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in your community. I'm <laughs> yeah. in, in the black community trying to provide you. you a service. 
I'm serving you. Mm-hmm. Like, at least show some respect. Come I could in here be in like a rich something. white neighborhood. Yeah. Like, bank. like <laughs> if, I, if, if you can tell who I rock with and who I want to cater to, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. Like, shut exactly. up. So like have some accountability. That's the thing. Gonna they gonna put on some shoes. Yeah, put some shoes on. Bite <laughs> it off your head. Not like, hey, I'm not gonna be working on your teeth and stuff. And and you know, you, you in your pajamas. You yeah, you in up. your pajamas. Should I right, right fix your teeth for the low? You don't yeah, know. How slippers? Because you know how slippers are dirty. You ain't got clean ones. Mm-mm. They ain't new. And it's dust in my my office. Right. Now. Yeah. Like walk. yeah. You tracking dirt in my place? Nah. What's wrong with you? I'm cleaning dirt off your teeth and then dirt off the floor after you leave. Nah, that's not cool. That's not cool. Like, nah, show some respect, man. For sure. I feel that. Show I feel some that. Respect. I, I definitely see both sides of it, sides of it. So Yeah. You know, yeah. But nah, that's that's just why. It's just it's just a wild thing for me. Um, but I always like those conversations because again, it just shows me what people are. Yeah. Shows me what people are. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ask y'all this. Um, do y'all think the word Karen? Is a racial slur? No, <laughs> it's just an uh, it's just a black understanding. It's just, it's just a black it's lingo. It's a lingo. It's a slingo oh lingo. That's God. it. It's a lingo. So they're, she's they're, a Karen. Oh, that's not like but they calling. Oh, he's a nigger. That's, that's crazy. Not the same have, thing. They have one too. Anytime they call somebody what Darius mm-hmm. or something like oh, that, they always it, uh, say yeah, Tyrone. Top, yeah. Like, Come on now, so like y'all been like yeah. So been doing now. it. They trying. Come on now. They getting all sensitive now. Here is the thing that always trips me. <laughs> Look out. at him. It always trips me out. Emotional. <laughs> Look at him. Emotional. Here is the thing that trips me out. The thing about popular culture, whenever they get hold of a black coin term, as far as lingo, they always just like take it overboard. Like, like the word woke. Like when when. When they, when they take the word woke, and now it just means all this crazy things and stuff. Yeah, they make up their own narratives. Yeah, they make up their it. own narratives and stuff, but it's like, oh, it's a cool word the black people made up. But just know that that happens with everything. With everything. Everything is going to be taken from here to there to there. It's like, you can't never so, hold on to nothing. <laughs> so now, you know, even politicians are trying to argue and place the narrative that Calling a white person Karen. a Karen is the same as, as calling, calling a black, black person, person a nigger. No. <laughs> I, and so I was like, I just need some context. Like, does this make any type of sense? No. And I've been seeing this a lot. Make I'm like, any sense. And I'm like, what? They're trying not to everybody's, not every Karen is a Karen. Not every, not What's every the consequence of calling somebody is a Karen, Karen or right. white woman is Because a what's the consequence of us being called a nigga? What, we, we yeah. don't go tell? What's, like, because uh, here's my thing. What's, what's the history behind it? Exactly. What's the history? Karen is literally said or created to mock entitled, emotionally unintelligent, childish, <laughs> stupid Middle-aged women. White. <laughs> Specifically, white, white, white women. women. Yes. Because that is a behavior that has perpetuated history. Mm. Just entitled, uh, you know, y'all, they gaslight, mm-hmm. they it, they instigate problems, and then play the victim. Narcissistic. Yep, the, the, everything crap. has to revolve around them. You know, don't know how to mind their business. Mm. They are, you know. Defensive. Very dr- overly dramatic. Uh, creates a scene, creates chaos, and then acts like they had nothing to do with it. 
you know, all these different things. And we call you a Karen because that mocks you and your behavior. Yeah. Y'all want to see a Karen? Go to YouTube and type in a Karen. Yeah. And, and like a Karen. And like a Karen <laughs> is mocking you. A Karen isn't something that belittles a whole entire race of people. Talk it doesn't it. argue, it doesn't preaches, it doesn't indoctrinates people to believe about that they are a, a lower sub form of human. Yeah. They're not intelligent, they're this, they're you know, every negative connotation in the book. No, a Karen describes a person who exhibits a particular behavior. You know it. You know what synonyms rhyme, that go, I'm gonna say rhymes. You know what synonyms <laughs> go with Karen? It's the same as you calling someone an asshole. Yeah. It's the same as you calling, so, you know, something along that line. Jerk. Douchebag. A dick. Jerk. A, you've been a dick. Like, just, you know, like. <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's the same. That, it's that pejorative. It's in that group. Yeah. And there was a whole history behind the N-word that I know y'all are still mad because y'all want to say it. I know you say it. You say it. Yeah. You scream it. Yeah. You, at you, home. you, you say it. <laughs> you say it. And so the, the moment you're in the sanctity of wherever you're in the sanctity of. Right. Mm -hmm. Your safe place. Y'all be letting them place. things fly like Steph Curry. Y'all be, be pulling up a 40 with that thing. No, <laughs> nigger. <This is, laughs> mm. Oh, man. But I just thought that was funny because that, that's. That's a whole debate that's going on online. Yeah, that's crazy. Karen wow. being used as a racial slur. I no, just it is not. Hilarious. I just thought that was hilarious. Well, I guess it is because they didn't name it. It, it is. <sighs> but that ain't what it was intended to be. It's it's funny. It's just it's just it's such hypocrisy in it. It's, it's just funny to me. It's just funny to me. They control everything. They, they, they try to. All right, we're gonna get we're gonna do one more topic. Then we're gonna get up out of here. Y'all know the the style bender Israel Adesanya, you know MMA fighter. Uh -uh. You know you probably seen him. I'm I'm, I'm sure. Who? Israel Adesanya. Oh, yeah, he yeah. He cool got name broken, though. He got what is it? Broken um mm -hmm. something. He got a tattoo that on his yeah. on his chest that's fire. Yeah, he's he's he he only lost like twice. I've in never life. seen that guy in my life. <laughs> Dope fighter. Where? Man, listen. He went against um, Antonio Silva. Really? Uh, yeah, he's he's probably one of the greatest fighters. Of all time. Out right now. Yeah. Out right now. Uh, just an amazing fighter. Dope guy. People love him. He's like an anime nerd, so people love him even more. Oh, wow. Uh, Naruto, he really feel like he's like yeah, Naruto his, his, <laughs> his, um His like interests and stuff is always like anime themed. He got dance routines. Just a real animated, characteristic guy, and he'll whoop your ass yeah. at the same time. Wow. Uh, Crazy. He's recently going through a situation just like Tiger Woods. So I'm going to tie these two people in together because they're going yeah. through this, the same thing where their girlfriends are trying to sue them for half of their fortune. Mm -hmm. Now, notice what I said. They're girlfriends, not wives. Right. Not baby mothers. Right. Just girlfriends. Right. And there's this, this entire debate is happening right now of arguing should the girlfriend be entitled to these athletes' money just for being their girlfriend for X amount of time? No. No? There's no legal... Only... Only... Neither, no one's entitled for anything. Uh -huh. But I feel like only if you were married and you got divorced, then possibly, or if you had a kid with a woman and now you're uh, tied in... It, you know, eternally. 
So other than that, you my girlfriend? No, no, get out of here. But in Joe Button fashion, I've been with you for so long. I was there uh, when you was nothing and you was still trying to make it. I, so I was supporting you. And now that you made it and we don't we don't win out. And now that you at this platform now, <laughs> I deserve some of that money. Are they and broken up? Not. Are they broken up? <laughs> yeah. Are they broken yes, up? Th- they are so they broken up and now she wants the money. Yep. No, <laughs> we are broken up. That means you and me are detached. I don't. You don't need nothing from me, and I don't need anything from you. Now, in Tiger Woods' case, the same thing happened, but this was a recent thing. So Tiger Woods was already Tiger Woods when they got together, right? But when they broke up, she still was like, "No, I deserve." I think she tried to sue him for like forty million dollars. Right. Or something. But, but they were they, married, though, right? Mm, mm, no, they weren't. No, nah, they, they were just anything. dating. They were just dating. This, yeah, just dating. Just, okay. just boyfriend, Did girlfriend, hanging out, having sex, you know, all, all, okay. whatever they do. Well, it's really up to a judge, honestly, at the end of the day, if you're going to the court yes. about it. Yes. But, but realistically. What's the percentage of you thinking that actually happening where the judge would say, you know what? You're absolutely right. Israel Adesanya, half your, your, your assets will go to this ex-girlfriend of yours who you don't have a kid with. You, uh, you haven't married. They're, they're like all in favor of the of the girl because of the lifestyle that she once lived, and she wants to keep that up. Most of the time, those get granted. That's true, but the only thing that would tie them together would be if they were married, right? So or like, you, yeah, if I, if I were married and I, and I mm-hmm. was accustomed to this lifestyle because I was your spouse, right? Then yeah, or if we had a child together. And you yeah. provide a particular lifestyle. That's the only. Wait, two. was that the case with him though? Uh-uh. She was with. No, they're just. She dating. was with him before he started. Before he got famous. Not really. Or oh, it was it the same around the same. Yeah, around, time the, same. The, oh, around nah. the time where he was, you know, becoming who you know. because nah, if I'm becoming, that means that means I'm doing I'm doing a lot of things to get me. I'm not sitting down like you know I'm, I'm not yep. at home. I'm on the road mm-hmm. type thing. Like if I'm on the road, I'm not. You wasn't with me when I wasn't when I was at home. Mm-hmm. If you was with me at home, then may I give you a little something. We ain't gotta even go to court. Like, but if no, if man. if if I was already on the road and you then you came. Oh no, I can find more on the road. <laughs> and honestly, that's literally what it is. But yeah, yeah they. I just wonder because again, last episode we talked about like the the entitlement. Now let Nas know we on the way because I know he's looking for me. Uh, is the entitlement where we talk about you have to do the bare minimum, like the the in, the empire that is like OnlyFans and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it was like, you know, you should give this to me just because. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And it's yeah, like entitlement. No, bro. There's no. Like, there's no. You're not the one taking those punches. You're not the one if, in that gym. Right. Yeah. What if it was one. the other way around? What if he was the one holding on to you, and then you? And then you like, oh, you acting funny or whatever the case may be. And now he like, well, I'm going to sue you. You ain't going to get this man nothing. You're mm-hmm. not going to give him nothing. Yeah, you're because you're going to go find somebody else Because anyway. even in the only two examples I can think of uh, that's even remotely, like Oprah and Stedman, right? Or I don't know about this Mary J. Blige's husband where he got money from Mary J., for I think like I'll just say alimony. I, I don't mm-hmm. have the, the specifics with me. Oh, um, well, I don't know Wendy Williams' situation, but I think it was a situation uh, where, re- yeah, yeah. where she, she had to pay something to him. Yeah, but you don't really look at that at those men as like 
bit. No. They're like, yeah, you got that money, dog. Yeah, you like, no. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, all right. Like, no, that's we, not right. That's not something we're, like, really celebrating. It's like, I right, cool. I'm like, okay, but we're not looking to you as any sort of role model to be doing that. I got a thing. question. What's that? So, like, say if, all right, say if, Davey, it's a, both of them do the same thing, and they both blow up at the same time, and they do get married, mm-hmm. who will, like, how, first of all, the first question is, what determines that you have to be the one that gives? Like, what determines that the money is that the money that, oh, you make less, I make more, so I have to give you some of mine's, or? You have a penis. Oh, that's it? Yep. <laughs> oh, that's no offense to the transgender community, but, yeah, you, you <laughs> have a penis, crazy. so it, historically, it's the man that will have to, because he is seen as the provider. Yeah, that's crazy. That the third, unless the there was like, you know, to your to your example, it'll most likely be the man. You know, if they don't agree or have like a prenup, or they just have like an amicable split, I leave mm-hmm. it what I got, you leave it what you got. Mm-hmm. But the most part, if she wants any sort of support from him, regardless, that they both he he can be fifteen million up, she can be thirty million up. But if she want money and support from him. Get that up. That that's just that, and that's just how it works. That's, that's selfish. That's what being a responsible man. Is. And that's but the that's, world. But that, but that right there will make just scare somebody. Literally, like, uh, I mean, if I ha- if I grind with somebody, and then I do blow up, and then you, you want a divorce. It's not even me. It's just mm-hmm. oh, I see you got all this money. I want some of my money yep. by myself. Because it's like you're gonna choose that. all of that just to get. One goal just to be by yourself with a bunch of money, like yeah. Basically, I'm like I don't even think I want to. Basically, it, do that now. I, what things like eighty percent of divorces are are initiated by women, and that number jumps up to ninety percent if the woman is is educated, like college educated. Wow. Like divorces are, are initiated ninety percent of the time by women, but that's just the world we live in and that's what a lot of people are kind of shying away from marriage unless there's something like prenup or you you really have that one who's going to be like down for you and not just looking for a come up right, type yeah. of thing like one who's going to come up from the mud with you right. that type of thing so you know y'all gotta be careful out here man yeah. alright look Choose man carefully very carefully. Yes, very sir. carefully. Very carefully. Alright y'all look we gotta run we gotta go pick up knives we gotta this Definitely. event to get to it's your boy Dante Wavy. Wavy. Lorenzo. Lorenza Music. Yes, sir. I got it. I got it. <laughs> nah, I got it. It's <laughs> my boy. We will check y'all out for the next episode. Uh, till then, stay fly, stay blessed. Yes, sir. Be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, share it, leave us a review. You know, it helps us out. Uh, till next time, peace out, y'all. Peace. Peace. Real talk and dope conversations. To the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. All happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube at Talk My Credo.